Ladies and gents, this is Solar Stone. Welcome to episode 114 of Pure Trance Radio. And today's show is a special edition celebrating 25 years of the legendary Bonsai music. And I've got Marnik from Bonsai here with me on Skype. And we've just been talking about, you know, the last 25 years. And I asked Marnik to uh, come up with 13 of his favorite tracks from the last 25 years. So, Marnik. The history of Bonsai is uh, slightly complicated for me. I know that it was formed by Fly, correct, back in 1992? Yeah, that's correct. Um, so what was your what was your relationship with him at the time? Um, at the time, I was actually working for the distribution company that was distributing the CDs and the vinyls, uh, News in Belgium. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we got acquainted and I had to help out uh, with the first CD release also. Was that the first compilation, right? The very first compilation, yeah. And also the very first uh, maxi CD back then. 1993? Uh, that was 1993, yeah. And then uh, later on, I actually moved on and went to work for a different company called Antler Subway. Mm-hmm. And I met Fly there again because he was also passing there because he was making his artwork over there. Uh-huh. And yeah, you get to talk with each other and he was also seeing what I was doing and he got interested in my work. And that's how uh, a few years later uh, I got involved and started to work uh, for Bonsai. So at what point, because there's you, there's Fly, there's Eve's writer and Laurent. Uh, well, those four people are the people that restarted in 2003 with Banshee Works, the new company, after we had to stop the previous one. So Banshee Works is kind of like the parent company to the whole thing. Uh, that's currently the parent company to the whole thing. Yeah. But, bo- but Bonsai, the label, that was that was there at the very, very beginning back in... That was already there in the very beginning. It started originally with three labels and this was the most successful one because I think it was the third release uh, that gave an instant success here in Belgium because Bonsai had a completely different sound than anything else. Uh, completely different roots than what many people know probably because a lot of people knew Bonsai only as a trance label. Mm-hmm. But the first three years till about the end of 1995 was actually quite, uh, I would rather describe it as hard dance right now. Because <laughs> they like it hard in Germany, don't they? 140 BPM. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that is uh, how that part started. But that wasn't really the kind of music that Fly himself liked so much. He was more into trance. There was the German trance scene, the progressive scene from the UK coming up. And that's how he picked up on that as a DJ as well. And that's how the trance story started. You're very kind of like behind the scenes, but Fly is even more kind of sort of secret and behind the scenes, isn't he? You know, he's kind of like, He's like in the background making things happen, but he doesn't really kind of have much of a public persona, I don't think, as far as uh, Bonsai goes. Uh, Well, we both are together Bonsai All-Stars, so we do DJ from time to time on bigger events like Tomorrowland, for example, and our own stage, our own event, which we had last weekend as well. How was it? How was it last weekend? We had 7,000 mad ravers in two (laughs) rooms, everybody going completely nuts. You should actually ask uh, John Double O Fleming, because he was there playing as well. I know he was going to be there. (laughs) Yeah, he was fairly impressed, because he said, like, this is like a flashback to the way it used to be, and he was 
quite surprised how today that's still possible to get an atmosphere and the amount of people like that. Well, talking about going back in time, let's have a talk about the first track that you've picked, because this show is basically about mm-hmm. the... Well, we've actually got 13 tracks, the 13 most kind of your favorite tracks from the whole Bonsai back catalog. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the first track. This is um, the Guy Barone mix of Universal Nation by Push. What year did it originally come out? Um, I think it was 1995, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Mike walked into the office with a DAT tape and he was playing a track to us. It was actually the B side of Universal Nation. But for him, it was the A side. <laughs> and everybody loved it in the beginning. Oh, yeah, that's the track we want to play. It was a little bit of new wavy soundish. Yeah. And we said, no, 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 no. The A side is the track. The Universal Nation one is the one you, you got to play. So, what was the B side called? Strange World. <laughs> Prisma. Oh, okay. Even in the beginning, all the, the Belgian DJs, they were all playing the B-side, until six months later, Paul van Dijk picked it up yeah. at Love Parade. Yeah. And then it was an instant boom and success in Germany. We had the Dumonde remix, which was making a big difference over there. Yeah. And that's how slowly the success story of Push started. This remix from Guy Barone is really exceptional. I mean, even Sasha played this. Yes, which was very nice and very surprising. Uh, and it's not easy to make a really good version of Universal Nation. I mean, timeless classics are always very difficult to remix. Uh-huh. So yeah, quite a stunning job here from uh, Guy. It is. Okay, check this out, guys. This is Push Universal Nation, Guy Barone on the mix. Pure
also uh, a producer. Sometimes. Well, yeah, only sometimes. One half of Antidote together with uh, Laurent Airwave, right? That's right. How does that work yeah. when you're in the studio together? Oh, well, it's been a while that we've been doing something new together. Uh, what we recently did a remix on uh, Airwave's Lightspeed, which was one of his famous B-sides. Yeah. Um, oh, well, Antidote is uh, a different approach musically. Different beats, different sounds, um, some loops, some ideas from other records that we put these things together and brew something new out of it. It's still very progressive though, I mean, I think you're really a lover of the progressive side of things, right? Always have been, actually. Always been a huge Global Underground fan myself, for example, Sasha, Digweed. Me too. Always been very much into that. Yeah. And um, your stuff also, your old stuff on uh, on which tunes even. Yeah, well I suppose you would call that progressive now, wouldn't you? Mind you, they do say these days anything that's slower than like 135, th- they call it progressive, right? Mm, yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, while we're on the subject of antidotes, um, this next one, this is your antidote mix of Lightspeed from Airwave. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Airwave. You know, I don't think he's ever made a track I don't like, and that's probably why we've got three tracks from Airwave in the show today. Indeed, yep. Uh, okay, guys, this is the next one. This is uh, Antidote Mix of Lightspeed from Airwave, and this is part of the Bonsai 25-year compilation special, right? Yes, that's correct. So that's uh, part of uh, CD 3 and 4 of our compilation, which are... How many CDs are there? Uh, it's, it's a four-CD compilation. Wow, I mean, there's not many labels <laughs> who could do that. Uh, no, but if you know how big our catalogue is, you would understand. I know, it's like thousands of records, right? It's 25,000 tracks. (laughs) Okay, guys, here's one of those 25,000 tracks.
That was the antidote mix of Lightspeed from Airwave. Next up, uh, something quite, quite interesting. Um, this is something from Tiesto. How many Tiesto tracks do you have in your in your um, that you own the rights to? Is it just this one, or are there others? Well, the tube is actually the very, very first Tiesto single that was released on our Ecstasy label in the 90s. Um, we do have other tracks from Tiesto, but those are in a different genre of music because a lot of people never really knew that he was also a hardcore producer. Uh. <laughs> so on our old Bonsai Jumps label, we have several uh, hardcore tracks under the artist named DJ Michael. Any plans Any plans to re-release any of those with a remix? Um, probably not, no. <laughs> no, do it. You should do it, man. That would really... <laughs> I'm sure he'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Why did you reach out to Matt and Caspi to do the mix of this? In particular? Oh, well, for the 25 years Bonsai concept, we just sent out an email to all the artists and we said, like, we'd like you to remix one of our old classics, but you can choose yourself which one you would like to do. And Martin handpicked this one. Yeah, this, this was a massive track for me in my open to close sets last year. This is the Matan Caspi mix of The Tube by the one and only DJ Tiesto.
So I wanted to say to you, you're one of the guys responsible for signing and releasing some of the biggest tracks in trance history. Tracks like uh, Meter at the Love Parade, uh, Café Del Mar. Mm-hmm. What to you is the key ingredient for a, a brilliant trance record? Oh, that's a difficult one. Um, <laughs> I know, It right? needs to be, I think it needs to be pure. <laughs> that's a... <laughs> it's true, you're right. A, a, very, a very good description, I think. Pure... Uh, it needs to have a certain build-up, sound, and emotion. It needs to be really heavily loaded. Needs to build up to this high point. Doesn't have to be hard or soft. It can be anything. It just needs to be, yeah, real in-depth music made from the heart, yeah. not with the minds. But... Are you a fan of like um, just sticking to the elements of trance rather than bringing in elements from other styles? No, it can be elements from other styles as well. I mean, I've always been a big fan of uh, real progressive house or the very early progressive sounds like labels, uh, for example, from the UK, Limbo, 23rd Precinct. Yeah. I mean, for me, that's also progressive, but that was way before trance as a genre really existed. Well, there's really, the, you know, the kind of the line that divides progressive house and progressive trance. Mm. It's kind of very, very... Well, movable, flexible. I mean, sometimes it, it is movable. Yeah, definitely. It's funny because the term, the word progressive, has always been kind of a bit of a dirty word. Trance has been a dirty word as well in the past. Uh, I remember end of the nineties. Yeah. Everybody was a bit tired of trance as well because it was also always the same. It was very repetitive. Mm. That was the progressive sound of the beginning. You've stuck with this for. 25 years and to be honest with you mm. you are one of two people who I think have made the biggest difference in this industry there's you and Arnie from Black Hole you know mm. between the two of you I think you're largely responsible for the, the trance scene as it currently uh, don't tell me you don't like Arnie <laughs> <laughs> no we've worked together with everybody I mean just not not just Arnie I mean Armin he used to phone me every couple of weeks, like, do you got some new tracks for my new compilation? You got something exclusive to play? Yeah. Uh, Chiesto was coming into the store because he was only living half an hour away from the shop. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people came in all the time. I guess Chiesto doesn't pop in very often anymore. <laughs> he lives in LA now, doesn't um, he? <laughs> not so much, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up, we've, uh, we've got, actually got something under your antidote alias. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the stuff you produce together with Laurent. This is um, What Time Is Love. This is like, this has got something to do with the KLF track. Exactly. Did you have to clear this or did they never find out? They never found out. <laughs> oh shit. I coincidentally ran into the sample parts online and that gave me an idea to make this and it was actually made here in my home yeah. in less than three hours. Really? Oh, I mean, I, the original is one of my favorites, but I absolutely love this new mix from Stan Kolev. It's not a name I'm particularly mm-hmm. familiar with. Actually, it's the Stan Kolev is the partner in crime from uh, Matt and Caspi because they run together their own label called Outer Limits Recordings. And uh, Stan is actually getting a lot of support by guys like Carl Cox, for example. That's, maybe that's why this has got a sort of a bit of a techno-y feel to it. Exactly. Okay, this is track number four. This is Stan Kolev mix of What Time Is Love by Antidote. Thank you. 
Okay, this is Pure Trance Radio, the uh, Bonsai 25 special. Next up, I've got two tracks from Airwave, one after the other. He's an interesting guy. Definitely. What's your relationship like with him? How often do you see him? Um, I speak to him nearly daily. Uh, and I think I've been his, yeah, I don't know, his right hand or something musically yeah. since the very first day he was making music uh, when he became an artist with us. He was just uh, 18 years old with a DAT tape with, I don't know, 10, 15 tracks. And they were all good, all of them. And they were made on this small mixer, <laughs> six tracks on the headphones, uh, everything manually programmed in Cakewalk. Unbelievable, really, how he did all of that. He's so, such, I said before, he's such a prolific producer. I mean, he just seems to, I don't know how he does it, you know, how he manages to produce so much music. Because it's not just, Airwave isn't the only alias he uses on no. on your labels. He, he's got countless aliases. Is Green Martian one of his names? The Green Martian is one of his as well. Planisphere also, uh, Velvet Girl, for example, as well. Yeah, wow. I think he had about 30 or 40 aliases, just like Mike used to have in uh, back then in the day as well. That was like every project had its own sound. Yeah, that's right. Its own way of making tracks, sounds, uh, structure, sometimes more techno, sometimes a little harder, sometimes a bit more progressive. Mm -hmm. But every track had its own direction. This is actually going back to 1999 on Bonsai. This is the original version of Above the Sky from Airway. What an amazing track, right? Yeah, one of his very best, I think. Uh, and you have to know all of these tracks, they're all made in such a short time. They're, like I said earlier, very, very pure music. That's really music from the heart. <laughs> okay, guys, this is the original version of Above the Sky from the one and only Airway.
so that so that was um, above the sky from Airwave. Next up, we got another one from Airwave. This is the Michael Dow mix of Venus of My Dreams. There have been so many tracks from Airwave over the years. How the hell do you manage to choose to, to narrow it down to just well, this is the third of three. How do you manage to narrow it down to just those? Did you just like put all the names into a hat and pick one out? Well, actually, this remix came in out of the blue via Leroy himself. And we have this already in the drawer for about five years. Are you kidding me, really? No, I'm not kidding. So this is the... You haven't changed it or anything? This is... No, we haven't changed anything. We just kept various remixes that came in throughout the years for our 25 years project. So some are a bit older, already made a couple of years ago. It sounds so current. Yeah, it does. Okay, this is uh, Michael Dow on the mix of Venus of My Dreams, taken from the Bonsai 25 compilation by Airwave.
So this is um, the Pure Trance Bonsai Special with Marnik from Bonsai here. Um, what interests have you got apart from music? You can't just spend all of your time in the office. What else do you like to do? Are you a good cook? Um, no, my wife is a good cook. Yeah. And I have two kids, so that uh, also requires my attention and the necessary time, of course. Tell me about it. Um, definitely, music is still also a hobby because I still listen to music, obviously. And beyond that, uh, in my free time, I'm actually a, a Lego collector. Are you? Yes, I am. Don't you get really annoyed why, how Americans, they refer to individual pieces of Lego as Legos, and they say, I'm going to play with my Legos with an S on the end. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I have. You don't say that, right? You don't say... No, 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 I don't. The plural of Lego is Lego. Can we just agree on that now? Yep, definitely. <laughs> so this next one, this is, um, this is an amazing track. I remember hearing this first, my God, when I was... Uh, how old must I have been? Like, 920? Mm-hmm. Um, the House of House by Cherry Moon Tracks. Who's the guy behind this? Is this actually Mike? Uh, no, the House of House is uh, made by three guys. Uh, one is Yves de Reuter. Oh. Somebody we know. Uh, yeah. Also Frankie Kluck, who was the second DJ in the Cherry Moon Club. Mm-hmm. And the third guy was Axel Stevenson, the guy who also co-wrote the first Rebirth. Hang on, did you say the third G- DJ in the Cherry Moon Club? Yeah, the Cherry Moon Club in Belgium. That's what the track it was made for originally. Is that, that doesn't still, exi- it still exist, does it? Um, the club itself doesn't exist anymore, but the name lives on through about four to five parties a year. Oh, I didn't know that. I'd love to go to one of those. I love the sample yeah. in this track, the house of where he's just actually repeated the same bit. And it doesn't even mean mm-hmm. anything, does it? The House of House, or does it? Uh, oh, well, if you go back to those days and maybe even a few years earlier over here in Belgium and maybe also in the UK, even stuff like Two Unlimited was called House. Yeah. Because in the beginning, everything was house. Everything. It was just anything anything dance was house music. If you say that now, it's like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, well, there's loads of genre... Um, there's, there's a genre police out there, isn't there? Like to separate everything. Yeah, definitely. But this is one of those tracks to me. Let's just say, if you like, if you're under the influence of something when you're in a club, this is one of those tracks that does it every single time. Yep, it does. Original remix doesn't matter. It's always working. And you asked, uh, you said to Mike, do you want to remix something from the back catalog? And he said this. He said this. Yeah, he made that about I don't know something like. Eight, nine months ago. I thought you were going to say eight or nine years ago then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Eight or nine months ago this was done and yeah, we only could release it now, of course, because yeah. 25 years concept uh, was all put together like that. Well, Mike is definitely one of my favorite producers as well. This is uh, the Mike Push mix of the House of House from Cherry Moon Tracks.
something from Eve's Dreiter. This is one of the guys who you've been working with for, well, since when? Since 2003 or going back even further? Since 1992 already. He was also a client before that in the shop, uh, the record shop from Fly. That was the that was the Blitz record shop. The Blitz record store, yeah. Correct. <laughs> See, I've been doing my homework. Yeah. This is such a cool track. It's, uh, did they ever clear the sample in this one? No. This was never cleared. And actually, personally, in the beginning, I didn't even like it. Well, you didn't like the sample or the record? I, uh, no, I didn't like the record in the beginning. Why? It just took me a while before, uh, maybe because of the sample, I don't know. Because it's very jagged. I mean, it's it's peculiar mm. having a sample like that in the track, but I think that's what the reason it stands out, right? Yeah, it does. I mean, and there's the similar tracks that we've released in the past. Uh, for example, um, DJ Looney Tune, uh-huh. Jumpin' and Pumpin' or Workstation also yeah. both contain samples. They were also never cleared, but then you read afterwards, for example, Workstation contains a sample from Kraftwerk, and then you read an article and Kraftwerk says like, yeah, we know about all these remixes, but the ones we really find ourselves cool, mm-hmm. we just let them go. That's how it should be. Yeah. A lot of my tracks are just full of them, you know, but I think with samples, if you're creative, you know, if you do something creative with them rather than just using it as the single hook in your track, I think it's okay, right? Because otherwise modern dance music wouldn't exist. True, yeah. It's all about the creativity, what you do with the sample. I mean, the beginning, the old Akai samplers where you had, what, seven seconds to sample something with a really bad sound? I've still got two of those upstairs. Oh, you got them still? <laughs> yeah, they don't work though. My son decided, my, my son kept pushing a, a spoon into the disk drive of the S3000 and he managed to break it. <laughs> They're only 50 quid on eBay now, so. Yeah. Anyway, this is um, this is the original version of The Rebel from Eve's, how do you say it, Eve's Deriter? Eve Deriter. Yeah. Eve de Reiter. This is the rebel from Eve de Reiter on uh, Bonsai from 1997. Yeah. 
Oh, the next one is an interesting one. Yeah, tell me about it. This is, um, well, you can introduce this one, actually. Uh, Plastic Boy was a new project from Mike uh, back in 1999. Yeah. Um, and Twixt is actually a remix from another track. A remix that he had to do for another label. Do you want to tell me this? Do you want to announce this on the radio now, or are you just going to leave it as another track? No, no, no. <laughs> the, the people can know. It's not a problem. It was a remix, but it didn't contain anything of the original. Ah, okay. And we said to Mike, like, listen, you can't send a track like that out when you don't use anything at all, not even as part of the melody, no samples, nothing. Uh-huh. It's a completely new track. So that's why we released it as a new project from Mike, because that was a sound he didn't have yet at that point. Did he actually do a remix of that track as well, or did he just not? In the end, he, he did another remix, and that was then the remix that was released back then. Yeah, this is such a good record. The original version of Twixt by uh, Mike under his Plastic Boy alias. Pure Trance Radio with Solar Stone.
Okay, this is Pure Trance uh, 114, the Bonsai 25 special. I've got Mon- uh, I've got uh, Bonsai. I've got uh, Marnik from Bonsai here, having a little chat about the years of Bonsai, the last 25 years. The next one, now this is quite an important track for me because uh, back in 1999 when I released my, well, biggest hit of the time, Seven Sissies, Jerry from Hooge said, I want to get a V1 remix of this and I didn't know who V1 was. And um, he had this amazing track, Dead Cities. And Jerry basically said to Laurel, can you just put the, the guitar from Seven Cities over the top and change the other notes, but don't change anything else at all? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what he did. And, that, and it's such a brilliant track. But Dead Cities for me will always be a really, really special record. What memories does this track bring back for you, Malik? Oh, actually, this was... Uh one of the few releases we licensed in the UK. Uh, Butch Tunes did release this in the UK. Uh, and I recall uh, all the conversations with Jerry back then about how to do it and then also about the remix, mm-hmm. uh, which was a different approach to do it, but yeah, it worked. He used to say that to me. He'd say, I want you to do a remix of whatever, but don't change anything at all in the production. Just take out your melody and, and put their melody in. And I was like, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, just do it, do it. That's a remix and it'll only take you an hour. And knowing how fast um, Laurent works, mm. this remix probably took him like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, not 10 minutes, but a couple of hours probably, yeah. But I mean, that was real air narding back then. Yeah. Back then you were really taking a track and you had an idea and then another result came out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember signing, for example, Sonic Inc., The Taste of Summer. Yeah. The original, in my opinion, was not really a very good track, but I heard something in it that was like, if it's, this is combined with that, yeah. you get that result. And that's the, the Fire and Ice remix. And that's a job, that's what an A&R man does. And so any, anybody listening, if you ever wonder what a, an A&R guy does, yeah. You're listening for you're listening to see what you can bring to a project, right? Yeah, exactly. And and you try to explain an artist how to make it better, but that's a problem nowadays. I think some artists are a bit too snobby and don't really accept this guidance from an A and R who has a lot of experience usually. Wanna name any artists who <laughs> No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I agree with you exactly. It, it is quite difficult. But um, anyway, this is uh, track number ten. The brilliant Dead Cities from V1. And this originally came out on Green Martian in 1999.
Okay, so that was um, one of Laurent's, Laurent Airwaves' finest moments, in my opinion. His track Dead Cities from Green Martian in 1999. Now, this next one, everybody knows this record. Um, this is probably one of the defining records of the modern trance sound, I think. What do you think? Most likely, yeah, definitely. This is the, well, this is Strange World from Push. This is the 2000 remake. So when the hell did the track originally come out? Um, about two years earlier when the Push album was released from Beyond. That was one of the tracks and this was a new version for the single. I remember hearing this in, um, in Gatecrasher. And yeah. it was just like, why am I bothering at all to make music when there is music this good? I've never said that to Mike. <laughs> But he probably knows yeah. now. But this is, mm. I think this is one of the per most perfect uh, trance records. In fact, there's not really much else to say about it, so I'm just going to play it for you. This is uh, Strange World from Push.
Okay, um, next up we've got another track from Laurent, aka Airwave. This is under his Green Martian alias. Very, very dark and dirty track with a remix from the Space Brothers. When did the Space Brothers do this remix? Uh, that's also about two or three years ago already. Did you already send this out or did you keep this? Because I've kind of got this um, sort of memory, maybe a fake memory of hearing this before. He may have played it already out here and there a few times, uh, but not so much now. And yeah, a different approach to a big classic, which became big because of Chesto. And actually a track that if it were for Laurent, it never got released. He didn't want to release it? He didn't like it. Kidding me. He didn't like it. It was just hiding in a drawer on a DAT tape together with a few other classics he released afterwards. <sighs> and I just picked those tracks out when we when he had a little bit of periods when he was less creative. What, so you went around to his place and you just went through his studio looking for DAT tapes? Well, back then we had uh, three artist studios in the same building of the office. So there was Mike having a studio, there was Laurent having a studio, and some other guys were using a studio as well. Wow. So we would just walk down straight into the studio, listen to the music, uh, give some ideas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, there was a period where he had less inspiration for some new music and this was hiding on a tape. That happens sometimes. What I love about this track is it's just so simple. Yep. You know, it's proper like, it just keeps on going and going and going. And I think the Space Brothers did a brilliant, uh, brilliant job of this. Definitely. This is the Space Brothers mix of industry from uh, the Green Martian.
Okay, so for the last almost 60 minutes, you've been listening to a special uh, edition of Pure Trance Radio, celebrating 25 years of Bonsai Records or Bonsai Music. And uh, joining me is Marnik, one of the one of the guys behind the whole well, the Bonsai Empire, I suppose you call it. Time for one more track. This I remember hearing this track for the first time down at the Huge Tunes office when Jerry had the sub label called Prolicols. Correct. Yeah. And this was on. In, this was actually on in the office when I went down there, and it was sounded completely different to anything else I'd ever heard. Yep. I wasn't particularly up on, on this style of music. It's been. This must have been remixed how many times over the years? Oh, about 25 times by now, I think. About 25 times. And. Yep. From um, well, I suppose you've enlisted the talents of another absolute legend of the trance scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tala to XLC. Yeah, we have a long relationship with Tala actually because he used to run Bonsai Germany. Did he know? Yes, he did. Uh, with his uh, record label back then called Music Research. Oh, I didn't know that. So we've with there's quite a few people with whom we have a long history. Yeah, I mean Tala is he's one of the founding fathers, right? Um, yeah, you could say that. He was one of the very first, uh, I think, hard trance DJs from Germany. Yeah. He's one of the masters of the wheels of steel. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so this is the last track that we're going to be playing in this um, special 25th edition of the show. Marnik, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. You're welcome. And all I really want to say to you is um, just keep on doing what you're doing, man, because if it wasn't for you, I don't think that trance would be anything like what it is now. Well, there's only one person who's ever said that to me. That was Armin. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> that, but that was uh, about, uh, I think, 14 years ago. Well, it's definitely a statement of fact. And um, guys, if you uh, want to get your hands on a copy of the 25th anniversary compilation from Bonsai, uh, available at all the usual stores, Beatports, iTunes, etc. And there's a limited, well, how limited is the CD? You've probably pressed about a million copies, I suppose. The CD is actually only available in Benelux and a bit on exports. Okay. Um, there's a digital version available as well. And uh, to close off, we're going to give away one exclusive vinyl box of the 25 years release. Uh, which is a limited edition, numbered, sealed with five vinyls on it, with remastered versions from the classics. Okay, guys, if you want to be in a chance, we're in with a chance to win that. Just answer this question: In what year was the first release released on Bonsai? Okay, you heard that, guys. What year was the first release on Bonsai? Uh, send your answer to info at puretrance.com or. Actually, yeah, just send it to info at puretrance.com because if you post it on Twitter or Facebook, everyone's going to copy it. So that question again, what was the first release on Bonsai? Send your answer to info at puretrance.com to be in with a chance to win this very, very limited edition five vinyl box set. Okay, thank you, Marnik, once again. And this is the uh, last track of the show, Tala to XLC on the mix of the first rebirth from Jones and Stevenson.
Pure Trance Radio with Solar Stone. 